getting from A to B, there are going to be challenges and obstacles and things thrown at you in order for you to grow, to become the version of yourself to receive that thing. Welcome to the La Jolla Local Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm passionate about creating connection. Here on this podcast, we will dive into the stories and the lessons learned from local La Jolla business owners and citizens, as I believe that we all have our own story to tell. And what good are experiences if we don't share them with others? My goal is to inspire you and share the lessons that others have learned while connecting us closer together as a community. Hey, hey, it's Morgan King with the La Jolla Local. Thank you so much for listening in today. Um, There's a lot going on in the world right now. Lots of conversations that are long overdue. Um, The energy is extremely heavy, but I am optimistic that this is something that has... um, been needed to be discussed for a very, very, very long time. And I'm anticipating some tremendous change that is going to be for the betterment of everyone and everything. Um, So in light of that, I wanted to share with you a manifestation story. Um, It's a really big deal for me, something really exciting that just happened. And I want to recognize that I understand the circumstances of the world right now. And this may seem arbitrary or must be nice, like, oh, you're worried about manifesting things right now. But I think it's important because a manifestation is just a desire. And all these conversations are stemming from a desire for change, inequality, and to um, make things better for people and the world. So um, you can use this in any way that you want. I think we have these desires because we assume we'll be a different person once we receive X, but it actually is backwards. And through this process, at least for myself, I've learned a lot of what to do, what not to do. And I wanted to share not only this really fun and lighthearted and exciting story, um, but also some steps that you might be able to use because it really is something where you need to believe it before you see it. And we've been taught to say, I'll believe it when I see it. And it's the exact opposite. And so think of where you are right now and think of a desire that you have for the future. I think when you put yourself in that feeling, in that energy, in that emotion of experiencing that desire, whatever it is, it can be a tangible thing, it can be a job thing, it can be your health, um, finding a partner, financial abundance, whatever it is. And you have to feel into that version of yourself. However, knowing that getting from A to B, there are going to be challenges and obstacles and things thrown at you in order for you to grow, to become the version of yourself to receive that thing. Everything is energy. And I fully believe that. Um, I think you can tell when someone shows up in a room and their energy is heavy or light or happy or negative, and everything is a vibrational energy. And so it's this idea that you need to be at the same level, same frequency as the desire you are trying to attract. So let's talk about my desire. It's to have a house in Bird Rock. Um, I've wanted to move there since I started my real estate business. um, And the particular area, I actually um, started door knocking. So when I first started out in my business, 
I drove around La Jolla and I was like, what neighborhood do I want to live in someday? Because then I made that my farm. And a farm is just an area that you penetrate with marketing, um, whether it's open houses, flyers, whatever. So I started door knocking this neighborhood um, called Upper Hermosa. It's just north of Bird Rock in La Jolla. And introduced myself to people and said, hey, I'd love to be your real estate advisor. I'm not trying to kick you out of your house if you're not trying to sell. But if you have any questions around real estate or if you need a recommendation for a plumber or electrician, I'm your girl. So I drop off like a basil plant with a pesto recipe or like caramel, homemade caramels. Um, I'm trying to think of all the things that I've done. But anyways, over time, I've created these relationships and I've actually door knocked the very house that I'll be moving into, which is across the street from the house that I identified as my dream house. Um, that house was actually for sale, the one across the street that was my dream house for a very brief time. They ended up taking it off the market and renting it out. But I got to walk through it and it's just so crazy that it's across the street. So circle back two years ago, I was door knocking that area. Um, fast forward, um, I met someone who lives in Bird Rock, who I'll be moving into this house with. And how random of all the places in San Diego that he could live, he could live in Bird Rock. And he also wanted to move into a house in that exact area. So that's pretty cool. Um, furthermore, when you move into Bird Rock, it's expensive. And especially being single, I didn't want to live in a detached home. So my plan was to either purchase or rent these condos in this condominium called Sea House. And that was my original plan. I'm like, I'll move into Sea House, I'll get my feet wet, and then I'll eventually buy a house there or um, rent a house, whatever it is. I just don't feel comfortable living on my own in a detached house right now. So um, ironically, the person that I met not only lived in Bird Rock, but had an office space, and these are residential units, um, in the Sea House condominium. So I got to explore it in another way versus just being a realtor. And I think it's really great. It's just not for me. So exploring that, okay, that's not a good fit. You know, like recognizing that when you have a desire, sometimes it shifts along the way once you learn information. And that is through contrast. So you experience something, you realize you either like it or you don't, and then that shifts your ultimate end goal. So here we are, it's about um, a year ago, and I'm writing out my goals um, revisiting my goals like I often do. And one of them is by September 2020 to have a house in Bird Rock in the Upper Hermosa area. And then I actually revisited those goals at the beginning of this year and shifted the time frame to June 2020. And why I'll tell you that why that's important because um, the timing is just unbelievable with this thing. So we're looking, uh, decided to start looking to move into with each other in the Bird Rock area. So we started looking online and it is just a very competitive market. It has one of the best elementary school systems um, in the area. And so there's a lot of young families that move in there and rentals just snatch up really quick. And I was assuming with COVID um, that a lot of short-term vacation rentals would go on the market for long-term, which would create an increase in supply and limited demand because people wouldn't want to move during this time. So I was anticipating us getting a deal, being able to move in relatively quickly. So we come across this house that I had actually shown a client who was looking to buy. Um, it wasn't available to rent at the time. And they ended up not buying it. Somebody else bought it and then put it available for rent online. So I'd already walked through it and I was like, oh my gosh, this must be it. That's the sign. 
Um, so we previewed or I walked through the house already. Um, they sent us a video because this was back in March when you really couldn't um, view properties because of coronavirus. And we were in love. It was, however, very much not only overpriced for our budget, it was overpriced for the market. Um, it was smaller. It was off a busy street, but it was all brand new. It was gorgeous, had a backyard, three bedroom, everything we were looking for. And then I actually went on Pinterest, on my vision board on Pinterest, and saw the exact kitchen of this place that we're looking for. And I'm like, there were so many signs leading it to be this place. Um, So I emailed the owner. We had some conversation. I was like, listen, I'm a real estate agent. Here's the last 10 uh, rented uh, detached home in Bird Rock. You can see that the price per square foot is X. You're overpriced. We're willing to pay you this. Let us know if you're interested. Never got back to me. Um, Eventually did long later, but it offended her, obviously, even though that was totally not my intent. Um, And we were really bummed. I was just like, what's the deal? Like all these signs came through. Um, I also saw some like number signs and a bunch of things that were showing up that I was like, this is the house. And so I lost a little faith and that can happen when we're trying to achieve a desire. Things don't go as planned, but you have to know that there's so much going on in the background and it's going to show up at the exact time and it's going to be better than you thought it, uh, it would be. So Um, Fast forward, I'm searching online every day and things are literally like I'll text an agent on a rental that just posted that day and they're like, we have 10 appointments for tomorrow. Um, And there's just no chance. I mean, it was so challenging to not only get an appointment, but then to secure the place. It's just so competitive. So after some frustrating times, because I'm just so focused on the fact that we hadn't found the place... And we often do that once we have a desire or a goal, instead of staying positive and saying, okay, that that was protecting me, that happened for a reason, probably that landlord of that original house wouldn't have been that great. Um, we wouldn't have liked living by the busy street, et cetera, et cetera. But because we are so attached to our desire coming true, we see it as a negative and we're like, why isn't it coming? And we're focused so much on the absence of the desire that we attract more absence of it. And so it's once you release the desire and let it go and trust that it's going to show up is when it does. It sounds so backwards, but again, it's this idea that you have to believe it before you see it. So That's what I did. I finally, literally out loud, I was like, you know what? I'm done. Universe, take over. Like, I can't do this anymore. This process isn't even fun. Um, I'm stressed. I'm frustrated. I'm playing victim mode, et cetera. So then the next day, um, 8.30 in the morning, I got a notification that a new rental had popped up off of like the perfect street. Again, like I said, across the street from the dream house that I had um, picked out. And it was a great price um, and literally everything we wanted. I was like, oh my gosh, this is our house. So I called the owner immediately. Um, His name was Tyler, which I love because my boyfriend's name is Tyler and my middle name is Tyler. So the synchronicity there was really cool. And he didn't get back to me until later in the afternoon. And at that time, I was just like, you know what? 
what will be will be. We're great renters. Like we're going to find the right place. Just staying positive and feeling from the energy that we had already secured the place. So he called me. We got along great. He's a super nice guy. He actually lives in Northern California and he was driving down um, to interview a bunch of people. And so we had scheduled it for a week later or about a week later. So during this time within the week, nothing else is coming on the market. You know, it's just like, okay, you know, we're going to put all our eggs in one basket here. And we have no like urgency to really move in together. It's more just the desire and the excitement and the feeling that it will bring of not only us connecting and moving in together, but then finding this great place. So I show up, bring my famous banana bread to seal the deal. Um, And he got 35 inquiries, so 35 calls. Um, He ended up turning it off, I think, at some point because he got so many um, people reaching out. And then he had seven other appointments within the two-day period that he was in town in addition to us. So eight total appointments. Um, And we were nervous. And he told us some things that are probably a little illegal. Maybe if you're a landlord, I wouldn't advise to talk about people's personal issues. But um, basically the fact that we're not married, that we've only owned our businesses for a couple of years. We're both entrepreneurs. Um, and we assured him that we were like more than financially, financially capable of paying for the rent. Um, that we're a great couple, that we're honest and all the things. But at the end of the day, I told him, I'm like, you know, I'm not here to convince you at the, you need to choose what feels right to you. And if it works out great. And if it doesn't, that's fine too. And he even said, he's like, wow, I'm really blown away by the fact you're not trying to convince me or like push me or force me. And that pushing and forcing energy doesn't get you what you desire. It's that confident, like um, surrendered energy where you just know deep down that it's this or something better. So um, one other thing I wanted to just chime in here because it'll makes sense at the end of this is um, my like sign right now is seeing a monarch butterfly. And it's just keeps showing up in the perfect timing when I need to see it, that everything's okay, that I'm doing it right. Um, we sometimes think there's this rubric or curriculum for life that someone has hold of and we don't, and that what we're doing isn't quote unquote right but you only know what's right for you. And for me, the monarch butterfly is just a sign that, hey, you're doing it right. Keep going. Um, so yeah, that'll come up in just a second here. But so we go see the property, fall in love with it. Um, and then the next day he calls me. He's like, hey, can you pop by again for an hour? I just want to talk to you guys about some stuff. You know, I'm a little concerned. He, he always said, you guys have your issues. He just kept saying that over and over again. It was really comical actually. Um, Because we're like, we're on paper, like the perfect people to rent for. But in his eyes, it just wasn't that. So your perception is your reality. Um, So I had a virtual open house scheduled for the afternoon. So I'm like, hey, can we come over in the morning, do whatever you need, and we can go from there. So he drilled us with more questions. Um, Ultimately, long story short, after about an hour and a half of conversation, he was assured that we were the right fit which was awesome. And it felt great. Um, still didn't have the paperwork signed. And if you are in real estate, you know, it's not not a done deal until everything is signed, sealed, delivered. But I had a pretty good feeling about it and was really excited and just couldn't believe that this was something that I've been wanting for two years consistently, thinking about, dreaming about, and it was finally coming true in the perfect sense. Um, so I headed over to my virtual open house and the owners were actually still there, um, which I was surprised to see them. They 
I think we're running a little bit behind, um, but they're great. They're super nice. I've never met them before. Um, it's actually another agent's listing. So I show up, knock on the door and the uh, wife says, hey, can, can I show you something really quick? And I was like, what? I don't even, I don't even know you. What's happening? <laughs> um, but no, she was super nice and brings me in the back of her house and shows me that she has a monarch butterfly farm. What is happening? Like who has a monarch butterfly farm and all the synchronicities that had to lead up to that exact moment of me receiving that message after securing the rental. It was like this huge sign of everything's going to work out exactly how it should. You're in the right place. Like trust, it's all happening. And I just got really emotional. They were probably like, what's happening? Why are you crying over this butterfly farm? But it was so surreal and so cool. And like the fact that I had to book that virtual open house at that same time and that we ended up going to see the rental again right beforehand, like all those little things that tied into that moment. It was just very beautiful. So um, the final thing is we ended up signing a lease on May 31st. And that was the exact day that my lease expired. And the funny thing is, I have been at my place now for about four years and I didn't want to sign a year lease the last time it came up. I was like, you know what? I'm ready for that Bird Rock house or Sea House condo. I know something's coming. I don't want to be committed into something. And so I only want to sign a six-month lease, which was totally an option before. But they had just changed the the rules, the laws that we could only sign a one-year lease. And how funny. At the time, I was so mad. Um because I was like, oh, now they're locking me in. I'm not going to be able to get the place. But it just goes to show that it all unfolds exactly how it should at the exact time. And so on May 31st, the day that my lease expired, we signed the lease for this place. And he, um, we needed to put a 30-day notice into our rental places. And the move-in date was July 1st. So it was like, he had the move-in date for July 1st, even though it was vacant. Like, it's just so bizarre, the timing of it and how it all just played out. And we just couldn't be more excited. It's a dream come true. It's three blocks from the ocean in our favorite neighborhood. We have a backyard, um, bright and light and gorgeous. And we'll be moving in at the end of June here. And I could not be more excited. It's honestly, it's surreal to have something like this so big. Um, and again, going back to my goals, I'd written down by June, 2020, that this would happen. And by May 31st, it was a done deal. So um, I want to talk about some steps that I use when having a desire that I'm trying to manifest. Um, I think sometimes even for myself, I can get caught up in these desires a lot in an unhealthy way where I'm really kind of focusing again on the fact that it's not here, which just further exacerbates that. And I want you to know, like, remember that life is a journey. Remember the whole point is to experience joy and um, it's not a meaningless world. You haven't been forgotten. What you desire is meant for you. That's why we all have these very unique desires. Um, and it's such an abundant world. What's meant for you, you're not taking away from someone else. When someone else receives, it's just more proof that you can too. Um, so yeah, let's go through some of these steps. So the first one, that I do. So I meditate every morning. And at the end of my meditation, I practice the emotion and the feelings that the desire brings to me. So for example, 
I would think about being in this house. And I didn't know what the house looked like. So I created what the house looked like in my mind, best case scenario. So it's perfect, obviously. It was the dream house actually across the street, which is so funny um, to where we're moving. And I would sit there and I imagine myself waking up and smelling fresh flowers and feeling the sun pouring in and making a fresh cup of coffee and what that would smell like and how supported and comforted I would feel by knowing that I've achieved this great desire and that um, the universe is abundant, et cetera. So I'd go through this kind of whole vision casting, if you will. And this would invoke this insane emotion inside of me that I just couldn't, oh, I just can't describe it. So when you think of that desire, you want something because you believe you will be a different person once you get there or circumstances will be different or whatever it is. So live from that place because where you are now are, are from your past emotions. So it's like, how you feel and how you show up right now is what brings forth the future. So what you're living in right now is actually your emotions from the past. That makes, I hope that makes sense. So you want to really feel into where you want to go, not from where you are. And this will also allow you to enjoy the journey there. Like how great is it to bask in the feeling of your deepest desire, of being in that relationship, of being the perfect weight and health, of having all the clients and the financial abundance, whatever it is for you, feel into those emotions because that is the vibration that will bring them towards you. And you'll also enjoy the journey on the way there versus focusing on the fact that they're not there. The second thing, and this is very, very important, and it's probably the hardest thing to do, um, but you have to let go and release. So once your desire comes in, I'll even sometimes write it down and put it in a box and be like taken care of, done. It's already on its way to me. I will be guided in the right direction. There's 900 million different scenarios that it could happen for. I don't need to focus on the how. That is taken care of by something else. I need to focus on feeling good and showing up and taking the steps. It's not pushing, forcing, working really hard. This whole concept around the butterfly um, like one of the reasons also I love the butterfly is when you run around trying to ca- catch Keech, <laughs> trying to catch the butterfly, it's challenging. You keep missing it and you're trying and you're forcing and you're getting sweaty. But when you stand still and you just sit there, the butterfly will come and land on your hand. And it's that concept that you want to really trust and know that what is meant for you cannot pass you by and to just allow yourself to be guided and release the resistant energy that it's not here. I need to work for it. I need to struggle for it. That is not true. That is so not true. Um, But also I want to say on that, the reason why it's so hard for us to release that and let that go is it's oftentimes a story we've been told and telling ourselves for so long And so if that's no longer true, then wait, all these years of struggle and pushing and forcing weren't worth it? Like, I just did that for no reason? No, it was a belief that you had that if I struggle, if I push, if I force, I will get the results in my life. Whatever you believe is how you show up, which creates your actions and the results in your life. So you still could get the thing that you want, but you're not going to enjoy the journey on the way there. So then what's the point? If you're just jumping from milestone to milestone, there's no point. (laughs) and trying to desire and go after what you want in life. So 
big important thing. Step two is let go, released, trust, know you're supported, know you're worthy, know you're meant for abundant things. Um, Number three, also very important, I've mentioned it a couple of times throughout this, is you need to focus on the fact that it is already here. So tapping into that energy, that feeling that I know with a thousand percent certainty, all of my prayers have already been answered. And when you show up with that energy, then you create, like you come forth with different actions, which creates different results, which you also enjoy the experience. But if you're focusing on the fact, oh, this house isn't here, why isn't it here? You're just focusing more on the fact that it's not here, which is going to create more of the fact that it's not here. So law of attraction is um, you attract what you think about and what you believe. And beliefs are just thoughts that you keep on thinking. So if you believe that it's not going to show up for you, it's not going to show up for you. If you believe it's already here, it's on its way to you, that is the energy you will bring forth and you will attract the very thing that you want into your life. Um, Number four is remember that there's a lot going on in the background that you cannot see. So for example, um, like the whole lease thing that I couldn't sign a six-month lease. At the time, it was really frustrating, but it worked out perfectly. Like what a great like timing um, manifesto. Like it literally showed up exactly on time. And at the time when I signed my one-year lease, I didn't see that and it was frustrating. So no, in your head, just be like, everything's working out for me. Like there's a reason why I'm doing this. So that was one. And then another thing that I didn't mention already is that the house that we're moving into also already had a tenant secured for April 1st for a year lease. But due to coronavirus and some other circumstances, they ended up backing out. So then he had to put the house back on the market, which is like crazy. Um, So all these little things are going on in the background that you cannot see that are helping your desire to line up for you. So people, experiences, random doors will start opening once you're detached from the how, you focus on the feeling and you know that it's showing up for you, the most random things happen. And you're just like, how in the heck? Like, I can't write this off as coincidence. There is no coincidence. Like everything happens for a reason and is a part of playing out to bring forth your desires. Um, Number five, this is actually kind of comical. So um, know that there are going to be obstacles Um, when it comes to achieving your desires because you're working through a lot of things. A lot of times it's worthiness or the ability to receive or let go or release control in order to get to your desire. So you are where you are right now and you think about where you want to be in the future. If those are different versions of you, you need to go through certain challenges to overcome, to become that version of yourself that you assume you'll be once you receive that desire. So... um, For me, it was not hearing back from a lot of the places we reached out to, even though I'm a realtor, um, to make appointments for rentals. And a lot of the inventory was way expensive. It was like $4 a square foot. So you're moving into like a 1,200 square foot house for $6,500. It was insane. Um, And then the last thing, last straw, so funny. So we're going through, we'd already signed or like we're in the process of signing the lease and the landlord had us do a background check. And it was through this e-renters program that I've never used before. And I submitted my information and it came back declined. You get like an instant uh, result. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I've never not paid rent in my life. I've been working since I was 12. I have a great credit score. Like, what is going on? The owner calls me and is like, you had a, a eviction notice 
in May 2019 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'm like, what? Morgan, like, what is this tied to? Where's this information coming from? Is it my social security number? And he's like, no, they'll just look up your name. I'm like, what? So long story short, I used to live in Minneapolis. So this freaked me out. I'm like, I wasn't, I was like May 19th, 2019. I was at my niece Jaden's birthday party. I'm like, you can, I have witnesses. (laughs) Like I wasn't being evicted and in court. Long story short, I like looked up the court system number, um, found out it was a guy who was born like later than me. And like, it was fine. It wasn't me. It was just attached to me through this background check, which I thought was really weird and kind of scammy. But when I got it declined initially, I was like, oh no, we're not going to get this place. Ah, so, but we were so close. And then I said to myself, this or something better. What will be, will be. What is meant for me cannot pass me by. And ultimately we ended up getting it resolved. But how hysterical. But right before we're supposed to sign the lease, it says that like I had an eviction notice, which was wild. So, um, and then the last thing as another reminder is your desire will arrive in the perfect timing. It sincerely did. Like on the day I signed the new lease, my old lease has expired. We had to offer the 30-day notice, which brought us exactly to the move-in date of July 1st, which is what he had it available for, even though it was vacant. So all the things that had to happen, I didn't want to move into Bird Rock into a condo. I wanted to move into a detached house and I wanted to move in there with my partner. And it just, it all played out exactly how it should. And seeing it in hindsight is such a great reminder. And that's why I want to share it with you. So if you have a desire, you've been trying to manifest it, it's not coming forth for you. I hope that this gives you inspiration to know that it's on its way trust with a thousand percent certainty, show up that way, keep doing the things, focusing on feeling good and feeling into that energy that that desire brings to you and just know you have not been forgotten. And um, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed my little story and that it brought some positivity into your day and that you are fully capable of doing this yourself too. So um please reach out to me. Let me know what what desires are you manifesting? What challenges are you facing when it comes to this manifestation? Um, I'd love to talk through it with you and just hang in there, hold tight, know it's coming. It takes longer than most of us want it to, especially me. I'm slightly impatient. I want things to show up immediately, which hopefully, or I'm glad that they don't because my desires change on the daily. Um, And yeah, sending a ton of light and love out there and hoping to continue the conversations that are happening and creating change that is so overdue, like I said. And um, yeah, stay safe and until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review of this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of the La Jolla Local Podcast, and thank you for listening.